0: The second you put other people's parents that are not judging me at all, and they probably actually wish that I would stop playing so they could listen to their child faster, (laughs) the pressure's on.
1: (laughs) The pressure's on. I'm Danny. I'm Cole.
0: And welcome to Chromaticism Baby, the only podcast that gives you the secret to life. Cool. What's up? What's going on with you?
1: With me, um, got a bunch of gigs coming up soon. Oh
0: yeah, gigging, gigging, gigging. Got
1: you know the last month of our uh, graduate career wrapping up.
0: Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah. Also terrifying.
1: Yeah, it's
0: a silly, 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 silly little time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Everything's a little silly. Just so that we're all on the same page on how silly things are in life. I think maybe it'd be a good time to let everybody know what's going on in the world. What's going on in the world, Cole?
1: Well, we've got a minimalist learning to appreciate stripped down, simple pleasures of unloaded tater tots. (laughs)
0: I didn't know where that was going, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I I would consider myself a maximalist. Put as mm-hmm. many toppings as can fit on the tots. <laughs> like, that's what I want.
1: True. There's something, though, about pulling up to Sonic when you're quite hungry, and you either get tots by themselves or they're a side item. Or they're just another item in the collection of snacks you've ordered from there.
0: hmm
1: Snacks. And when they come out fresh, and sometimes it's nice to have that, like, as someone said here, golden brown tater tots with just a touch of salt are amazing. They're okay. not wrong.
0: But salt is yeah. something.
1: But, mm-hmm. So oh. not a full minimalist. Well, unloaded. So I guess whatever. Yeah, I guess in their primary state. Potato
0: tater tot.
1: They just got like a a, a a taint of salt on them. But go ahead, Miss Maximalist.
0: Um, No, I mean, I think just in all things, I would consider myself to be a Maximalist. I have little trinkets. Mm -hmm. I got little fun little decorations on my walls. I save everything. Mm -hmm. Some people say, well, Danny, you come from a line of hoarders. Maybe you should be a little bit more careful Mm. Uh, you possess the gene of hoarding, to which I say, little trinket never hurt anybody. No. So I enjoy things. I just, I think that we're on this earth for too short a time to not enjoy little things. Right. Um, And I, as just a little guy, enjoy little things. And I don't think, I don't think there's a crime
1: in that. No, not at all.
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And so when it comes to tater tots, why why would I change my opinion there? Right. I want all the things on it. I want bacon, I want cheese, I want chives, I want sour cream, chili? I want butter, I want chili. Mm-hmm. I want tomatoes in the form of ketchup.
1: Uh-huh. Oh. I want
0: okay. I don't know. I just want all of the mm-hmm. all of the stuff. I want Dr. Pepper. Blue cheese I crumbles. Want blue feta. cheese crumbles. I want feta. I want gouda. Hot I sauce. want brie. Old I bay want... seasoning. Yeah.
1: Brown sugar.
0: Brown sugar.
1: Maple syrup glaze.
0: Exactly. Honey. Ranch dressing.
1: I see where you're going.
0: Yeah, and so. Now I'm just at the point where now I'm hungry, and I hope that we finish this early so I can go
1: eat. Mm, that'd be something, wouldn't it?
0: It'd, it'd be something. It'd, it'd... it'd be something. Cole, do you, have, what, do you have dinner plans? What's happening?
1: No, because I don't know what time we're getting out of rehearsal tonight. Oh, you're cause... in rehearsal late tonight. Yeah.
0: So what you're saying is, basically, fin for yourself, like a little baby going to grocery store.
1: I mean... There's not much you have to do. If you're being rocket launched, you're going to be there before you even realize what's going on.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, if I'm just going down to McDonald's or something, Mm -hmm. that's not that far. Rocket launch will take care of that. No problem. Anyway, so don't know if you're going to be home. And just for everybody listening at home, you're getting a real authentic glimpse into what it means to be our roommate discussing dinner plans
1: not a lot of people get to do that
0: we are just so excited for you to have this opportunity to join in on these important late breaking Mm -hmm. conversations with us yeah speaking of late breaking i had a beanbag chair when i was a child and i don't have one now
1: sounds a little backwards to me so
0: that's my breaking news for the week Mm. is that i don't have a beanbag chair So if anyone tells you that I have a beanbag chair, they're lying. Don't listen to them.
1: Consider the sources, people.
0: I don't have a beanbag chair.
1: Consider the source.
0: I can't say I never had one because I did have one when I was a kid. And that would be a lie. And I'm not a liar, but I -hmm. I don't have one now. So have reported back to us that I don't have a beanbag chair.
1: Mm. Man, talk about letdowns.
0: Yep. And that's what's going on in the world today. And you know what, Cole? Cole? I often try to self-reflect. I I would consider myself a pretty introspective person. Mm. I I spend a good amount of time um, thinking about things that I think about. Thinking about thinking. And thinking about why I think the way that I do and why I feel the way that I do. And I journal. And I spend time in therapy, which is, you know, promo for therapy. Mm -hmm. It's not a sponsor, but I do think everyone should be a part of it. At least at some point in their life, if not, for always. Yeah, and something that I just cannot get past and I can't understand, I can't wrap my head around, is why I'm so afraid of cotton balls.
1: Now it's time for... What are you so afraid of? Mmm. Cotton texture. balls
0: are horrible. Oh my God, yes. The texture. All you had to do was say the word texture and I feel like I am going to pass out.
1: Oh, well, we're not going to say that word again. Like
0: my, my head is like... Light. Oh. Does anyone else have, like, does anyone else have this problem? Maybe not with cotton balls, but is there, like, another sensation, another thing that you can just, like, see and then get black spots in your vision because you're like, whoa. You know?
1: Where are my anxiety girlies at? I don't like when I go to restaurants and it's a, well, yeah, booth or table, anywhere. And my feet can feel um, crumbs.
0: Oh. I, I you know what?
1: I don't like it. I'm I'll with pick you on another, that one. I'll pick a whole different booth and table if I can see that nobody has swept
0: underneath. I don't. So th- that definitely doesn't affect me like to the level of how cotton balls affect me. But mm. I can totally understand how it could affect someone that way. Mm. I don't like the sensation of, of things not being correct. Mm-hmm. Like things not feeling right. Yeah. And so like I make up my bed every single day. As in, if I get home tonight and my bed is not made up, which it won't because I didn't make it up this morning, um, it was an off morning, I will make it up before I get into bed. So, like I will make it up to unmake it to get into bed. That makes
1: sense, though, because you want it. You want it pristine. It like has you... to be
0: correct. Yeah, exactly. It has to be flat. Yeah. So I could translate that same feeling of like if I were to get into bed right now and my sheets are all wrinkly and messed up, mm-hmm. that same feeling of putting your feet down and there being crumbs underneath it. Yes. like I would feel like I have to kick it all away to fit f- fl- uh, fit my foot flat on the floor.
1: I don't even want to do that. Say
0: that five times fast. Fit my foot flat on the floor. Floor. Fit my fit
1: my foot flat on the floor.
0: Fit my foot flat fit my on the foot floor.
1: Platypus. Fit
0: fit fit my fit, fit my, my foot. foot fit my foot flat on the floor. That fit, was really
1: difficult. Fit my foot flat on the floor. Okay. Interesting.
0: I'm trying to think that like I'm just really curious. I know, I mean I know that I I have several things that are like the cotton balls that I just can't deal with, um, and that's on neurodivergency. But I'm just curious what other people's little icks are mm-hmm. because. Some of them are similar. Like I feel like a lot of people have the cotton ball issue, and there's like other things that are pretty similar. I'm just really curious. Some people have some what I, f- I feel like are kind of obscure. Like I'm, I'm sure I have some, but I just don't know because my worldview is my own. You know, mm-hmm. I've never experienced life as someone else, so I don't, I don't know what's weird to them.
1: That makes sense.
0: So I feel like we can get, we should get the dialogue going. Yeah, we should get to talking about what our little icks are. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can know if you're a weirdo. Because right now you're validating for yourself that what you think and what you feel isn't weird. But maybe if you just talk to other people, you find out you're weird. And I think that work is so important.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not saying it's okay. I won't go that far.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I just think everyone deserves to know that they're not normal.
1: Everyone deserves a chance to fly.
0: I. That's been stuck in my head, actually, all day. <laughs> um, so I think that's very funny that you said that. Now, I am kidding, though. Of course it's okay. Of course it's okay. I forgot to breathe the whole time I was saying that, so I had to take a really deep breath. You ever just forget to breathe, Cole?
1: Yeah, I do that a lot. A lot.
0: I'm afraid of dying because I forgot to breathe. Do you want to know something Kind of, kind of something? Um... So some years ago, about four years ago, my hand, for those you don't know, those of you who do not know, my hand went paralyzed for several days um, because of a migraine, because I have chronic severe migraines and they just get really complex. Um, and I was partially paralyzed. I was in the hospital for a few days. Um, and then sometime after that. That same exact feeling of just forgetting how to move. It really just felt like I forgot how to move my hand. Like I was back to being a stupid little baby and I just forgot how to move muscles. Like how, for, how to make my brain tell my hand. And then for like a few seconds one day, my brain forgot to tell my lungs how to breathe. And I panicked mm-hmm. <laughs> rightfully, I think. And that's something that I'm really scared of is that all these times when I just forget to breathe while I'm talking, I, like, hit a moment where I think, what if I just forgot how to breathe and I can't breathe back in? So that's just a little something about me. I get that. Just getting to know me better.
1: Yeah. Getting to know you.
0: Getting to know about you. hmm Yeah, there hasn't been much singing in this episode. No. Or the last one, maybe.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened.
0: I don't know what happened. We lost her. Our- Voices to the Sea Witch Ursula. Mm Mm-hmm. To the Sea Witch.
1: We'll invite her for dinner tonight. Get the Sea Witch. Mm Mm-hmm. The Sea Witch. So we get our voices back.
0: Lives in me. Did you know? Cole, did you know that I played Ursula?
1: Yes, because I witnessed it firsthand. No, you didn't. Live local and late breaking.
0: No, you didn't. You're lying. I was there. That's fun. You actually remember more about it than I do.
1: That's probably truth.
0: Sometimes you say things to me and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> about like all things, but sometimes you say things to me about um, Little Mermaid and like that production of it. And I'm just like, nope, I have no memory of it. I oh, only um, have like
1: two or three actual memories of it.
0: I do remember forgetting forgetting the words to poor unfortunate soul. Nope. Oh. Um, not on opening, but it was like one of the very first shows. Mm-hmm. It was one that you were at, actually. I remember texting you after and be like, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs>
1: I don't remember, I don't remember noticing that you missed anything. I think Dude, I just I forget that it was. To like... be
0: somebody who like sings as a career, I forget lyrics
1: a lot. Oh, the time. A lot. And I usually
0: can't. I'm pretty good at just making them up, like on the spot. Mm-mm. Like usually I'll just kind of improvise something or I'll just steal from another verse or something. Mm-hmm. There's been two times in my life where I have just stood there mm-hmm. blankly. And um, one of those was Poor Unfortunate Souls, where I just kind of stood for a second and was like, well, this is what we're doing. And another one was a show, um, oh, it, one of the High Steppens. I don't remember which one. And my dad has that one on video, too. It was
1: the, um, I was there for one of them. It was the one you sing with all the guys on stage.
0: Uh-huh. It was the Reba song. <laughs> and I I literally looked over at one of the performers, and I was like, what are these lyrics? <laughs> And he was like, I don't know. I was like, he's trying to dance around me. Like, he does not have time to be having a conversation with me. But I literally turned around. And I was like, help me. <laughs> and then I had to walk away from them because of my blocking. Like, they were going to dance into me. So I had to just walk away. And I was at the front of the stage, just kind of like staring at the audience like, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, gracious. So that's two times in my life that I just completely fumbled, fumbled the bag.
1: I used to forget things like on piano you know, like everything in piano you have to do from memory. Mm-hmm. So I would have to do like the state festival and guild and, you know, our like studio recitals. And I think at each one of those things at some point during my like eight year career of taking lessons that I forgot something. And like I couldn't bring myself back in. Like either mm. my teacher or whoever was judging had to tell me what chord or note was next. And then once they said that one note or whatever, then I could, I was fine. That's a real thing. Yeah.
0: I think there's been at least one time where at like a recital where I would just completely blank on where I was Mm -hmm. and like my teacher somebody would had to come up and show me like pull, like put the music in front of me and like show me the next little bit. And Mm -hmm. then from there on, it was perfectly fine. Like it went off without... Without yeah. any problems, but like you just completely blank
1: sometimes,
0: yeah. <sighs> and it's just the pressure of like everybody watching you. Oh and, like, gosh,
1: yeah, it's not a good feeling.
0: There's such a big difference between like I can have a perfect performance, um, and when it's just me or when it's just the producers or when mm. it's just you know whoever comes to the previews or whatever. But the second you put a live audience out there, that makes such a big difference, yeah. Or in uh the case of my piano recital, the second you put other people's parents that are not judging me at all, and they probably actually wish that I would stop playing so they could listen to their child faster, <laughs> the pressure's on. <laughs> the second you put me in front of an old lady named Cheryl, who actually does not care at all what I play or what I do, mm-hmm. the pressure is
1: on. Yes. The pressure's on. Oh. All of this talk
0: about... You know, earlier we were talking about tater tots and then dinner plans and then um, now talking about just the pressure of putting on a performance. And just all of this conversation about this is making me really hungry and I'm working up an appetite. And that's perfect because our sponsor for this episode today is Bread Counter.
1: Now it's time for a word from our sponsor.
0: Bread Counter. Which is, of course, it is obviously a counter that stows away in your cabinets until you need it. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically for bread. Mm -hmm. It's shaped like bread. It looks like bread. It smells like bread. Mm. It doesn't taste like bread. They actually put on the packaging not to eat it. But it is for bread. So it is a counter that you use for whatever you use bread just whenever you're going to use bread you just pull out your bread counter let me let me make sure that i'm being very clear here i'm saying counter is in like a counter top mm-hmm. not a counter like it doesn't count right things We're not and i guess bank. in the south that's the difference between a counter and a counter yes um counters count things mm-hmm. obviously a counter
1: You're going to put your groceries on it while you put them away. Exactly. That's Mm -hmm. a counter.
0: So we're talking about a bread counter. Mm -hmm. Cole actually owns a bread counter, and I know he uses it quite frequently. Um, So I'm just wondering, Cole, if you'd like to share some, some of your thoughts about bread counter.
1: It's just, you know, it helps to be able to, you know, store it away when you're not using it. It's not in the way. But when you need it, though... You know, you can pull it out. I'm no longer having to scramble to find space to make my sandwich or my toast. I can pull out that bread counter. The loaf of bread can fit on it. Whatever plate or napkin I'm using to put the sandwich on can fit on it. Um, it sucks out bread crumbs. So, you know, you're not having to like brush them onto the floor mm. or wipe them up or anything. It's just going to. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I know that usually I just brush my crumbs onto the floor. Mm-hmm. And so that's really that's a really good
1: feature. Yeah, I think. That's that's what I like most about it. You know, that's that's not a mess that you have to forget about, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So where can you can get bread counter at um wwwbreadcountercom dot breadcounter dot com slash birds aren't real slash government surveillance slash the FBI is a fraud slash. TikTok.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got mine from Etsy, but I don't know if, if, uh, I don't know if they have enough left on Etsy. So I would go to the link that uh, Danny just gave you all. I
0: got mine on Etsy.
1: Hmm?
0: <laughs> that was funny. Oh. You already know what time it is. This week. For our weekly shout-out, we're going to be talking about our Instagram followers. We have more than eight on that one, actually. So we have eight on TikTok, or had eight last week when we were talking about it. On Instagram, we have upwards of 30. So we're even more famous. And I don't know why the paparazzi hadn't called us, but maybe we're supposed to call them. I don't really know how it works. I've never been famous before. Right. But that being said, um, the follower we're going to shout-out this week is... Matthew, shout out to Matthew!
1: Happy recital week!
0: Happy recital! Exactly, it won't be by the time they hear this. But oh, happy recital week! Poop. Um, we'll have to send you a um, uh, what's some things called? A dancing gram, sticker. singing gram? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll have to send you a a a singing gram, mm-hmm. like dress as an elf or something to come say happy recital Ooh. week. Since this won't be out by then. But yeah, we're going to shout out Matthew. Make sure that you follow us at Chromaticism Baby on both Instagram and TikTok to make sure that you don't miss this opportunity to be shouted out on the podcast. And also, if you have things you want to contribute to the show, if you want a conversation started, that's how you get in touch with us at both of those. Um, You can send us a DM or... Whatever you want us to talk about.
1: Be sure to follow me at Coldavis84 and follow Danny at Danny Makes Music on all social media.
0: Oh yeah, that's all for today. We will see y'all back here on Monday, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else you guys are getting your podcasts. See you next week. <laughs> Ew.